0: William Zemna William Murphy over the past week, developments in Poland over the question of access to abortion have attracted worldwide coverage. It's a controversial and highly emotive issue, arousing passions which listeners in Ireland will be well familiar with. The main news stories over the past week have included. A Constitutional Tribunal ruling further restricts access to abortion, removing the grounds of fetal abnormality. Conservative lawmakers welcome the ruling as the only possible interpretation of the Constitution, while Levitza members stage a protest in the same. Daily street protests take place against the abortion ruling, with some clashes with police and rival protesters amid attacks on churches, and COVID-19 case numbers and deaths attributed to the virus continue to increase. Last Thursday, the Constitutional Tribunal issued an important ruling in a case brought over the constitutionality of the abortion regime in Poland, already considered highly restrictive compared to other European countries. It ruled that a diagnosis of serious and irreversible abnormalities in the unborn child is not a legal basis for termination of pregnancy, leaving the only legal justifications remaining, that the pregnancy was the result of an illegal act, such as rape or incest, or that the pregnancy poses a threat to the life or health of the mother. In practice, there are very few legal abortions in Poland. In 2019, there were 1110, of which 1074 gave the reason of fetal abnormality, which has now been rejected. The ruling Pravo i party had faced criticism including from members of the Roman Catholic hierarchy, for failing to successfully implement legislative steps for a total ban on abortion in Poland since returning to power in 2015, backing off in the face of public protests. However, in December 2019, 119 pro-life lawmakers, primarily from PiS, but also from Kukic Piatnace, PSL and Konfederacja, petitioned the Constitutional Tribunal, Poland's highest judicial body for constitutional questions. To secure a ruling on the question of whether abortion on the grounds of serious and irreversible birth defects breaches constitutional principles, including the right to life, the prohibition of discrimination, human dignity and the democratic rule of law. That ruling finally came last Thursday. Constitutional Tribunal Judge Justin Piskorski said after the ruling that The mere fact of a fetal impairment or an incurable disease, cannot decide on the termination of pregnancy from the constitutional perspective. Some critics have accused Pravo Izprawiedliwost and its leader Jarosław Kaczyński of using the constitutional tribunal to do something they didn't want to pay the political price of doing themselves legislatively. The controversy over the ruling is linked to wider political arguments in Poland, Including about the influence of politics in the judicial process. The role of the Constitutional Tribunal and the way appointments have been made to that body have been at the centre of these conflicts, which have fed into the various enforcement actions taken by the European Commission against Poland as part of the so called rule of law issue. The reaction to the ruling was along anticipated lines, with Catholic Church figures and Conservative politicians warmly welcoming it. These included Confederatius former presidential candidate, Shistav Bozak, who tweeted The only possible ruling consistent with the constitution was made. Pity we had to wait so many years for justice. In contrast, Shistav Gavkovsky, the leader of the Levitza parliamentary club, claimed that women will now have to give birth to terminally ill children who will die in terrible torment. This is not politics or religion. It is a crime against humanity. On Tuesday, in the same, security staff had to form a cordon between protesting Levice female lawmakers in the well of the house and the seats occupied by peace lawmakers. The response in the streets, despite new coronavirus-related restrictions which came into effect last Saturday and limit public gatherings to no more than five people, was immediate, with daily demonstrations in major cities and many smaller towns throughout Poland, primarily though not exclusively by women. There have also been protests outside Polish embassies abroad, including in Dublin. Some of the protests in Poland though have turned ugly, with attacks on churches, including the defacing of church buildings with spray paint and the interruption of religious services. This in turn led to other groups staging protests in defence of the churches, with resultant clashes involving the police taking place in some instances. The political response has been complicated by the coronavirus situation, with government figures using that issue to condemn the street protests, saying they pose a risk to public health. Peace Chairman Yaroslav Kuczynski, now of course back in government for the first time since 2007 as a Deputy Prime Minister, said on Tuesday in a special message that churches must be protected at all costs and called on peace members and supporters to do so. He claimed the protesters were trying to destroy Poland and Polish culture. Kaczynski warned that those taking part in the demonstrations during COVID-19 were bringing about a general danger and thus committing a serious crime. He claimed that the demonstrations will certainly cost the lives of many people. Opinion polls in Poland generally show that around 40-45% to 45% of people want to see the existing relatively stringent abortion regime retained, with thirty to forty percent wanting to see it liberalized and ten to fifteen percent wanting to see a further tightening. It's been estimated that while just over one thousand legal abortions take place in Poland each year, anything from eighty to one hundred and fifty thousand illegal abortions may take place annually, with Polish women also travelling to neighbouring countries. Such as Germany and Slovakia for terminations. In an earlier interview with Gazeta Polska, Kaczynski had addressed a wide range of current political issues, saying that he was opposed to a full lockdown and a balance needed to be struck between protecting public health and enabling people to work. He also defended the controversial animal welfare bill, which has now been passed by the Senate but with amendments, which mean it will need to go back to the same saying it's guided by a basic human and Christian desire to avoid the unnecessary suffering of animals. On the future of the Zednichona province, he said he's optimistic about its survival, but couldn't say, with 100% certainty, that the alliance would continue until 2023, when new elections are due. Referring to proposals to make EU funds conditional on various so-called rule of law criteria, Kaczynski said that, Poles, in deciding to join the EU did not agree to be anyone's colony. Meanwhile, on Tuesday night, the same rejected an opposition no confidence motion brought against Justice Minister and prosecutor general Zvignev Jabro by two hundred and thirty two votes to two hundred and seventeen. Jabro, who is also the leader of peace's coalition ally, Solidarna Polska, was of course at the center of the recent crisis within the ruling bloc. During the debate, the opposition sharply criticised the judicial reforms he spearheaded and alleged political interference in the prosecution process. The government side argued he was leading a fight against racketeering and reforming a flawed judicial system. The coronavirus numbers in Poland, like in many other European countries, continue to see a rise in reported daily cases. Over the past week, One record-high daily figure has often followed another. On Tuesday, 16,300 new cases were reported, with 132 deaths. As of Wednesday, the total number of COVID-19 cases reported in Poland stood at 299,049, with 4,851 deaths being attributed to the virus. Several more prominent public figures, including last Saturday President Andrzej Duda, have reported contracting the virus, albeit many have no symptoms. Duda said he's feeling well, and posted a video message online to that effect. It's thought he may have contracted it from a member of his security detail. New restrictions came into force last Saturday, including the ban on public gatherings of more than five people, except for work or family purposes. Albeit, there have been mass public protests over the abortion ruling since. Restaurants, cafes and pubs are only allowed to provide takeaway and delivery services. The week ahead will be an interesting one for Poland, with the presidential vote in the US. The role in that vote of the millions of American voters of Polish ancestry will be significant, with the outcome potentially raising questions for the currently very close relationship between the two countries. The peace government has very closely allied itself with the Trump administration. A stance which, from their standpoint, has brought benefits, including visa-free travel, additional US troops in Poland, and, just this month, a civilian nuclear energy cooperation agreement. This has been a time of much cooler relations with some European countries, and especially with the European Union institutions, plus of course with Russia. Another cabinet member is seeking to exit his government role for an international one, following the failed bid of Finance Minister Tadeusz Kuczynski to become President of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development earlier this month. On Tuesday, the state news agency, PAP, reported that Climate and Environment Minister, Mihail Kortika is seeking to become Secretary-General of the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD. The new OECD chief is expected to be elected by next March. Toshiko Naten Tijan. Zaprasham Nakani, Potsumvanya, Zatigjan of Tsame Proje.